You're listening to the Treasury Insights Podcast. This podcast is part of our broader objective to foster a treasury relationship that prepares you for the future. It supports more strategic decision-making, creates efficiencies, and helps manage risk. We want to empower you to see what's next. The current global landscape has amplified the need for organizations to foster consistent cyber education for their employees. We're going to examine some steps your organization can do to help facilitate this. I'm Mary Rosendahl, Managing Director, Cashflow Security Product Executive. And with me today, I have Roland Chan, Cyber Crime Prevention Executive in Global Information Security at Bank of America. Welcome, Roland. Hi, Mary. Thanks for having me today. So to create a company culture of cyber awareness, organizations first need to be aware of the cyber risks they need to guard against. So Roland, let's kick it off with this first question. What are some of the top cyber risks that Treasury faces, and how would you recommend that organizations manage these risks? Mary, I would say you have to establish what your risk appetite may be. Each organization and company would have to define their risk acceptance. Some items could be considered higher risks, versus other items that would be categorized as a lower priority. That would really apply to the industry that you're in as well. For example, banks would evaluate cyber risk differently than in healthcare. Healthcare would evaluate risk differently than, let's say, retail. Each company will have crucial items that they would deem as high risk in a cyber event if that ever occurs, and that company should know. Not only that, Each organization should be able to understand their ecosystem too. So for example, what software, what hardware, and what kind of training do you have in place? Is your organization meeting those risk appetites to make sure that you can continue functionality? And last but not least, understanding your cybersecurity threat landscape. What threats are the most pertinent in your industry? How are you managing those threats within your internal organization? Are the correct people engaged in the conversations? Does your C-suite work with the technology teams or your information security leadership? Do they establish a real clear line of communication and are they agreement with the risks? So basically what you're saying too is that organizations are facing the same kind of risks, but depending on what type of risk culture you have, what kind of industry, you can fine tune those then to better meet that growing landscape that you're faced. Absolutely. So what are some steps that companies can take to create and maintain a culture that encourages their employees to be cyber aware? It would have to actually start at the top of the organization. This can't be something, Mary, that starts at the bottom and you're pushing to the top. The company has to create that environment of you see something, you say something. Understanding that your people are your first line of defense. Some items should include, but not limited of, do you have an established formal cybersecurity education program? So security training, is it engaging? Is it relatable? Do you have really intuitive cybersecurity procedures in place? Are you providing the correct frequency and mandatory education on the various cybersecurity threats that are out there today? Again, you're leading by example. It's top down. Refer all employees to publicly available cybersecurity resources, such as National Cybersecurity Alliance, making sure you're continually updating your software, your systems within your organization. We talk about this with our clients a lot, explaining 
the importance of a strong password, right? Your password one, two, three, four is not a strong password. And the organization should walk through, hey, how do you create a secure password? And again, just at the very top, you're creating and promoting those cyber habits. I like to think of it like really incorporating that into your DNA. When you think about when you're doing performance reviews, think about how your company keeps safe. I agree with you. It's the top down where it's reinforced from the top. It's reinforced with the peers. You reinforce it as a manager to your team, but it's got to permeate almost everything that you do in that company has got to have a security element because they need to realize that the first line of defense. Absolutely. Unfortunately, sometimes that just doesn't happen, Mary. But, you know, the more and more we talk to our customers and clients, we really encourage that top-down approach. And like you mentioned, that security, culture, and awareness should be priority. I know that when I've talked to some clients, the ones that are really doing it well, they're making it applicable where people can actually do it in their jobs, but they can take it home and they share it with their siblings or their parents. And then when you think about these hybrid environments, right, they're taking those good best practices, they're bringing it into the home where a lot of people are actually operating out of their homes today. So it's just a win-win. And many of them are saying, I love when that information comes because they can really use it. It's very applicable. So Roland, what is Bank of America's approach to creating a culture of cyber awareness and education? Security is innate for us, Mary. There are so many different ways that we approach the culture here and protection is integrated into every program and service. Our client security is our top priority, enabling holistic protection for the financial life and experience of our customers and clients from your emergent security controls to even a robust fraud educational program. Our teams really work closely with yours and individuals to make sure that we can reinforce your financial security. At Bank of America, every product process and interaction is built to support and integrate your business solutions securely. We continuously invest in advancing our technology as well, Mary, providing secure, holistic monitoring across a range of threats to help your business be even more forefront of security. I like the fact that we do follow best practices in here, and we don't issue a list of do's and don'ts, but we establish really relevant, engaging learning programs, and you see them reinforced not only with some of the education that we do, but then you see the constant reminders come across. And it's just incorporated in all the different facets. And I think it just keeps it top of mind and builds that DNA like we talked about earlier. Absolutely. Well, on that note, we'll end it here. Thank you very much, Roland, for your insights. I know that we'll be watching this topic very closely over the coming months and beyond. Mary, thank you as always. It's a pleasure. You've been listening to Treasury Insights. I'm Mary Rosendahl, Managing Director, Cash Pro Security Product Executive. And my co-host has been Roland Chan, Cybercrime Prevention Executive, Global Information Security at Bank of America. Bank of America and B of A Securities are the marketing names used by the global banking and global markets divisions of Bank of America Corporation. Lending, other commercial banking activities, and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
trading and securities and financial instruments, and strategic advisory and other investment banking activities are performed globally by investment banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, investment banking affiliates, including in the United States, B of A Securities Incorporated, and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp., both of which are registered broker-dealers and members of SIPC and in other jurisdictions by locally registered entities. B of A Securities Incorporated and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp. are registered as Futures Commission Merchants with the CFTC and are members of the NFA. Investment products offered by investment banking affiliates are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.